Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Hey guys, before we get into today's episode, I want to start doing a little segment. This week's segment is one that I like to call Be As Little Children. I don't know about you guys, but I swear I learn so much from my kids or the little kids around me. And I wanted to just share some of the awesome things I'm learning with you guys. So this one comes from my three-year-old Anne. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know how awesome of a kid Anne is. She is one of a kind. But the other day, we were outside playing baseball, um, which at the time, sometimes we like pitch to her. This time we just had that tee set up, so she was um, just kind of hitting it herself. But she (laughs) was so funny because she, even though it was on the tee, she kept on missing. And she'd go, oh, so close. And then she'd get it and she'd set it all up again. And then she'd swing Oh, so close. And then the third time she got it, but it just went like two inches, which I was like, oh, here goes a so close again. But instead she just shouted like, yeah, I win. And while I was laughing, I was like, man, I need to do that more. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think I celebrate the little wins. I compare it to what I think, how I think things should have been or how maybe things have turned out in the past and instead of being celebratory and happy for how things did turn out because it was you know successful to a degree I compare it and am disappointed and I was just thinking about that while I was watching this little three-year-old be so happy that she hit the ball two inches just as happy as when she hits the ball two feet or ten feet Um, she was just as excited because she hit the ball. She had some success. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. Be happy with, um, the successes that you do have. Even if you have a day that is all you quote unquote do is feed little kids or, um, read a book or whatever, you know, if it's something at work that just didn't turn out the same, didn't turn out as grand, that doesn't mean it's not awesome. So, I just wanted to share that little thing. Be as little children. Watch your kids. Um, And I really hope you guys like this episode. It is a really good one. Morgan is awesome. And enjoy. Hi, Waiting Warriors. Welcome back to the Waiting Warriors podcast. It's been a while since we recorded one. I have had a baby. I have sent off my husband. And now we are back at it with all the babies upstairs finally sleeping. And today we have Morgan Lee. Hi, Morgan. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So guys, Morgan is a friend of mine. She is a really fun follow on Instagram. She's a stay-at-home mom, part-time fitness coach, and her husband is in the Army, and she's got a little cute girl. And I love your daughter's name. <laughs> Esme? No, no, no. It is Esme. Yes. Okay. I always get so nervous that I'm (laughs) wrong because I always do. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Morgan. Uh, I'm Morgan Lee. I was born and raised in Wisconsin. 
I met my husband in Minnesota. Um, we've been married for seven years. And like she had said, we do have a little girl. Her name's Esme. She's two and a half. Um, she's everything girl. Um, she loves shoes and dresses and being a ballerina and all the different things. And so she's been really fun. Um, she's a fiery little two-year-old um, and we love her. She brings joy and she also brings um, just a little bit more adventure to our life. So, yeah. And you're, you're, you're what some would consider a little bit fresh with the military. You want to tell us about that? What's been your guys' experience? Yes, so we, uh, my husband joined the Army um, January 2018, um, and he did his um, basic training and AIT stint for seven months, and we recently uh, moved to New York um, from Minnesota um, in uh, August of last year, actually, so it's been a full year now, full circle, Time Hop keeps reminding me of all the things <laughs> um, that a PCS move brings uh, your way when you're first starting out, and so it's been fun to kind of look back over this past year. Yeah, and what, what do you think about this last past year? Looking back to, what is it, a year and a half ago, he's just joining. You probably signed papers around two years ago, right? Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. You signed papers around two years ago. What were What were you thinking when you signed the papers? What was your attitude towards joining? Well, it's crazy because, um, like I said, we've been married for seven years, and so a majority of our marriage wasn't military based. Mm -hmm. And so um, it actually happened that there were a couple of times Mike had brought up the military um, when wanting to join, and it being kind of like a dream or an aspiration or a goal of his. And so um, when he said that the first couple of times, I was like, absolutely not. Like, that's just crazy. Like, I can't imagine being a part of that. Um, and then the third time he actually asked, we had had Esme already. And I was like, you know what? If this has been your dream or your goal, like, I want you to pursue that um, and whatever that looks like. Um, and obviously taking all the tests, like once you take all the tests and you figure out um, if you've passed, obviously, um, We'll kind of take steps forward and of course he passed with flying colors and um did extremely well and so i was like okay this is where we're headed and this is where we're going and so it was a part of me's like i'm an organized like i want to know what's happening kind of a person <laughs> and so that was really scary for me um when he was first talking about it but mike's always been the adventure to our relationship and so marrying him i knew there was going to be um, twists and turns and so um, I kind of welcomed it with open arms um, I also have a brother-in-law who is in the military um, and my brother is actually currently serving at, at Fort Campbell um, hey. yeah, right, right? Um, and so it's been really just a part of my family's um, history as well so yeah. got it so you were you were a little resistant at first but now you're coming around okay so you but I'm curious because you said you're an organizer. You like to plan. You like to know where things are going. So now that you've experienced even just a year, what is your honest attitude towards it? Um, well, I, I look back and I laugh because there was somebody that actually said, like, I was like, what is one piece of advice you would give somebody stepping into the military life um, to that experience? And she said, be flexible. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can totally be flexible. Like. I got this. And then like when it happened, I was like, oh wait, you said this and now it's this. And then you said this. And so it took me a long time to realize like how flexible I actually had to be mm -hmm. um, and just be okay with that um, 
whole process. Right. Because in life or like throughout growing up and in high school and then college, it's like, oh yeah, I can be flexible. I can go from plan A to plan B. That's fine. Yes. But then I right. feel like the military, because I, I am admittedly the same way. I thought I was so chill and I could go with the flow. And I grant, like, I'm not terrible. I'm better than my husband. But I was like, yeah, I can go with the flow. But it's like, it's not going from plan A to plan B. It's going from plan A to plan B to plan C, back to plan A. Then let's pick a plan D, back to plan B. And then maybe it'll end up being like C or D. Maybe it'll end up being plan E. And this has all happened in like not even six months. And it's like every single day. Yes. Yeah. It's like when, when we first moved to New York and they're like, hey, like winters are really crazy here. Like so crazy. And I was like, I, we grew up in Minnesota. We grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like we know what winter looks like. And then we experienced our first snowfall of like 20 inches. And I was like, wait a second. Our, our winters don't look like this. <laughs> like this is a whole different breed, like a whole different winter experience for us. So it's kind of like that. It's like, you think you know what to expect going into it. And then it kind of just, it's like curveball after curveball and you just kind of have to roll with it. So, so how have you handled those curveballs though? Because you're, oh you're, you're on, I mean, I feel like military life, you can kind of take it by sections. And by the sounds of it is you're kind of at the end of a section and each section throws its whole new set of curveballs, but you've been through a set of curveballs and mm-hmm. you sound like you're processing them. But was that always easy? Were there roadblocks that kind of blocked you just even mentally from getting past everything? Yeah, I think that um, when I when we first moved and then we finally got settled in, I think that I had uh, a couple months where I was, and I probably didn't think at first, but I I definitely was in some sort of funk depression stage of life because um, I you know like you said growing up you like might have a plan of like what you think your life is gonna look like and then it totally changes and you're like okay like I can totally do this but what's my first step? Like, what does that look like? And so for me, I took, we moved across the state, uh, you know, the United States, um, and we left everything we knew. And um, it wasn't until I really acknowledged that I was struggling and having a really hard time with it all, um, that it got a ton better. Um, It still sometimes is hard. I mean, we have good and bad days. And I think um, one thing that I've, I've learned is like you can have those bad days, but don't let those bad days linger. Um, and so that's kind of something that I've stood on. Um, it's something that another military spouse actually said to me, like, yeah, grieve in your bed for a day, but know that like the best is yet to come. It's not, you know, it's not like a past season. It's, you know, it is still great and it's still going to be awesome. Um, so just kind of like pick yourself up. And so I kind of always just, like I said, stood on that. But yeah. So how has your guys's, I'm curious about your marriage because you were married before and I feel like civilian marriage is not, that's not easy. Marriage is never easy, but military brings on a whole nother set of challenges and you have a unique perspective of having both. So what has that been for you? Um, So I think um, previous in my civilian marriage, um, I mean, it's a, it's a family thing we were taught to work really hard and our, we were kind of married to our job. That was kind of just like my family's lifestyle. 
And I think moving into military life, it showed me that I had to prioritize differently, um, that it wasn't a bad thing. It was just like learning how to balance our life in a healthier way. Um, because you've probably heard it, and I'm sure many people have heard it, it's like you're married to the military, and it's almost like your spouse is living this completely separate life than you are, and Mike hates when I say that, but it's very true, it's like they're experiencing something that you may never experience, um, and so that was really, really challenging um, for for us, and I think that in the season of being a part-time, like working part-time, and being a stay-at-home mom, and not really thinking that was going to be my life, I was like, okay, so what is our goal in this season, knowing that we're at a very deployable station, um, our base is very deployable, and so I knew at some point in time Mike was going to be deployed, and I was like, what are some of the things that we need to be strong in, and marriage was just one of those things. It had to be a priority, and not that it wasn't a priority in our civilian life, but um, I just saw a huge need to for that to grow if we were going to be better off during his deployment. And so that was just something that I, I just started to focus a lot on in this season of life. So what have you done as part of that focus? Um, I, we've been really a lot more intentional. So date nights are like a must. Um, we ha probably haven't done it as much as we should have, um, but we've been really intentional when we have those times to get away together. Um, I was, we were doing a kid swap with another family um, that we actually know um, they're also military and so having that time away from your kids like you obviously you love your kids um, but um, you need that um, intentional time with your spouse as well um, I've been listening to a lot of marriage podcasts and sometimes we'll listen to those things together and it's just like a way of like um, I don't know bringing up things that maybe we need to ask each other um, questions or like just deeper um, yeah, just like to dig deeper in our relationship and kind of just like refine that. Mm -hmm. um, and we also, you had posted about it before, but we also do like on our date nights to be more intentional. Um, we do card deck is what it's called. Yeah. Yes, but it's like, we don't just want our dates to be like fun and all that stuff, but we want to actually like dig deeper. And so um, card deck, it has like tons of different categories, but like different questions just to get to know your spouse, like even after seven years, it's like, what is your most embarrassing moment? And sometimes those are things you don't think about, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so that's why would I bring up the fact that I peed my pants in first <laughs> in my teacher's class because somebody else had asked to go to the bathroom and she said, no, we're going to the bathroom. Like, why would I bring that up when we're dating or whatever? Right. Like, right. What my embarrassing moment is. <laughs> yeah. Things you wouldn't normally think about. And I think too, like sometimes when we've been married for a couple years or you know several you know several years um, we forget that it's really about serving our spouse and so looking for ways that I could like outserve Mike and just like make sure that he feels loved because they work really long hours they're away from their families a ton mm -hmm. so whether it's like making him lunch or writing him like he went to a training so I wrote him like I love you because you know post post like post-it notes um just so like little reminders of like how much I actually love him and I think too because we move so far away we depend on each other so much more like whereas when we were surrounded by all this family and friends we were really reliant on everybody else and not so like focused on each other and so I think we've just built like a deeper trust and a bond I would say 
but yeah, I like that. As you were talking, it reminded me of some marriage advice we got when, um, or maybe I just got before we got married. Somebody said that it's not about taking care. Like marriage isn't about making sure your needs are met. It's making sure that your spouse's needs are met. And when both people have that mentality, then you both get fulfilled and it's the most magical fulfilling ever because mm-hmm. that's just how love is built. The other thing I wanted to mention real fast, cause you mentioned those cards and you had said, I had been talking about it on Instagram. If you are listening and don't follow on Instagram, you should, cause we kind of have a fun time over there first of all. But second of all, what um, I've been doing is on this deployment before the deployment, I just went on a website and I found a website that has like 1800 questions. Like there are tons. If you want the link, message me and I'll send it. A lot of people have been asking for it because it's a really good idea. So I just wrote these cards on these cards. And then Austin and I, sometimes we've been able to do it during a phone call, but most of the time it's just over email. We pick like one or two cards for the week. And then it's just something that we can talk about. And like you said, it's a way to like really connect and build the relationship in a deeper way but also for the deployment especially I like that we have something to talk about that isn't business that isn't a recap and it kind of prevents those like lulls in the conversation which I hate and I've heard so many people hate because you like never get to talk to your spouse when they're deployed and then it's like kind of awkward and it's like well I love you yeah, I love you too. No, I really love you. It's like, no, let's just like have a conversation. Right. But it's, it's nice because when you have them on the cards, whether it's a date night or a deployment call, it's not like, well, what should we talk about? Hmm. Yes. And then you waste all that time. Yeah, exactly. So for those of you who are listening, that's what we're talking about. 1000% recommend it. We've done that for multiple separate yep. Now that I think about it, he's totally gotten off the hook <laughs> in person dates because questions like most embarrassing moment would be a lot more fun. Yes. In person. Yes. I'm liking the sounds of this. So <laughs> there's a part two I was going to talk about like communication. Like with my husband, he doesn't like to communicate everyday stuff, like stuff that's going on at work or with friends or like anything having to do with his job just because he wants to shut his brain off it's it's like they're married to the military and as military spouses we don't always get to experience that side of their job or their life and so I've made it a focus of mine for when Mike comes home just to ask him simple questions because there are things that come up during the day that he should probably be telling me but he might have forgotten already before he came home because he's ready to decompress and so I do give him a couple of you know, 10 minutes to decompress, you know, and take his shoes off, his boots off and stuff like that. But um, just really digging into that side of life, because I think sometimes it can feel like you don't know anything and you don't want to be in that position. You want to make sure that you are still asking those questions and making sure that you're a part of that side of life as well. I'm going to ask you a personal question. Have you guys had like awkwardness in that? Cause I know a lot of spouses experience that awkwardness. Cause I'm, I've never experienced it because I'm married to a man who likes to talk and yeah. he will just say that he likes to talk, but a lot of men don't like to talk and they don't like to bring work home with them. 
-hmm. but then you're right in the military. It's like, this is not like a, you're a mechanic and you just go to the shop and then you come home. It's like, this is the military. This is affecting every aspect of your life. So has that been a little bit awkward and you guys had to kind of figure out how you jived through that together? Yeah, I think because I'm a communicator and Mike isn't always communic- like communicating with me, um, I think now that seven years have passed, he's gotten a lot better at going, okay, like this might not be a need for me, but I know my wife and I know she needs to know. Like she needs to be in the know about everything, even if it's like minuscule. Mm-hmm. And so he's gotten so much better over the years of just being like, and I say, like, I know this is frustrating for you. You've already lived it, but bring yeah. me into it. Like, just bring me into your story. Bring me into your life and just we'll be done with it and we can move on. But um, mm-hmm. I want to know all the things, even if they're, they don't, like, I don't need to know. I still want to know. So. Yeah. Got it. I like that. Okay. Well, we're running through our times, but I've, I'm liking this, guys. I like this one. Um, so let's end with my favorite question. What is your key to thriving you want to share with your fellow waiting warriors? Yeah, it's all about loving the process. Um, as you had mentioned, I, I do fitness coaching on the side. And one thing that I found in my fitness journey and just like my emotional journey is it gets hard and it gets sticky and it get sometimes it can get rough and sometimes you're like, I just don't feel like doing it today. Mm-hmm. Um, but realizing that every step in your journey matters and just finding a way to love every moment of it. Because like you said, I'm coming to the end of a season and my husband will be deploying and life will look a lot different. And we told each other, we didn't want to look back and think, I, we wish we would have or like we could have done better. Like we want to finish strong and we want to be successful. And so loving the process is a part of that success for us. Yeah. I like that because we have a lot of, we'll call sticky days. I like that you said sticky for us. Sticky. Sticky. sticky days. And I feel like a lot of times, especially as military wives, we feel like we have to muscle our way through it or like, not acknowledge those days and not because acknowledging them would show weakness. But I like that learning to love the process. And plus with what you said earlier, I'm like connecting things with what you said at the very beginning. Like it was when you acknowledged that you needed help and that you were kind of struggling and that's when everything opened up. Yeah. Started to get better for you. So I like that a lot. Thank you, Morgan. Yeah. Any last parting words? Um, yeah, I'm just, I love everything that you're doing. And I think what you add as a resource has been so crucial and so beneficial. So I want all those listeners out there listening to this one to go back and listen to others because I seriously has been transformational in my life, like going into a de- deployment and you had a woman on and she was talking about like being successful and thriving in deployment. And she has that Facebook group and those classes and the resources and everything like that. And like, that was super beneficial for me because I'm like, sometimes you can be like a deer caught in the headlights. Like, like I said, what's your next step and like, what is going to help you? And it's all about resources. It's all about getting connected. And your podcast helped me connect another woman 
who's going into a deployment and she's brand new to the military too and her spouse is actually deploying with my husband and she was just feeling so lost and what you have to provide for people who are stepping into military seasons whether you've been in it for a short period of time or whether you've been in it for a long time like is super beneficial and super helpful and so I I love it I love everything you're doing so guys (laughs) oh Morgan thank you um so if somebody wants to okay I'm fine that's okay just a little feel it all feel it all um yeah we're feeling all the feels um (laughs) if somebody wants to connect with you where should they go Instagram, Instagram me. Yes. I don't know. Yes. No, seriously. But yeah, seriously. Um, I think my heart going into the season of our military experiences, like, although I haven't been in it for a really long time, like, I've started it. And so I have something to offer other spouses. And Mm -hmm. I told my husband, like, I want to be a resource in whatever way I can be. And if I don't know how to be that, I will find it for you. But <laughs> I I really, like, my heart is for those military spouses. My heart is for those marriages, you know. Um, and so I just want, I mean, like you said, be a positive light mm-hmm. um, when times can be so dark. And so, yeah, Instagram yeah. me. I What's would love to chat. What's your handle? And so it is actually mcatlee, um, okay. which is my name we'll so. link that in the show notes guys yeah. yes. <laughs> you want it somewhere you can go to my instagram the waiting warrior and find her picture i always post pictures every time um there's an episode so look for the really cute redhead right you're the only redhead so far which i think i know a lot of redheads but i don't think any have been on the podcast anyway well, I'm, I'm thankful and, and grateful to be a part of it so yeah this is awesome. Well, guys, I hope listen again and just, just think for a second, like what can you do to deepen your relationship with your spouse? What can you do to just accept? Like what part of the journey do you need to accept, whether it's your journey in your marriage or just you, like how you're dealing as a spouse. So thank you so much, Morgan. And all you waiting warriors out there, you guys have a really good day. Hey everyone, I have a favor to ask. If you have enjoyed this podcast, can you leave a review and subscribe? I promise it just takes a second and that will help more people find this podcast. Also, I'd love for you to join us in our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com slash the waiting warrior, click groups, and then the waiting warriors. Until next time, have an awesome day.